0: Hello, and welcome to the Gloss Over Podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Caroline. We're two dynamic voices and a microphone dedicated to exploring the power of radically honest conversations to discover ourselves and connect with each other.
1: Join us in taking a deep dive into topics that we just can't gloss over. another episode of the Gloss Over podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Megan Whalen, content creator and cosmetologist.
0: Hey, gang, it's Caroline Trudeau, your other co-host. I'm an experienced innovator, a digital strategist, and an accidental marketer. We are joined today by a special guest, Tina Huebner is in the house. Thank you so much for being here. Say hello to the people. Thank you
2: for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Yes. So we are kicking off um, International Women's Month. Is it Women's History Month or is it just international? It's a very important month for women.
1: I think it's it's just, you got me. I have no idea.
0: (laughs) Women's History Month. We should probably know that.
1: But we should be celebrating women all the time. Let's be real. Wait.
2: every month every day of
0: the year every day should be international Women's Day we're getting ready for that um, and we um, I'm honored that you came to club 1670 oh, to record club 1670. Thanks um, so for the people Tina is a registered nurse how long has your career in nursing been uh, in existence
2: I graduated from nursing school in 1980. So hundred years ago,
0: before <laughs> y'all were ever here. <laughs> no, I was here. But, well, not here, here, but we, I, was, I, I was a toddler, let's say. I know. showed up
1: in January of 81. So I'm right, I'm right there. I'm right behind you.
0: Oh, I showed up <laughs> in 81. Um, so career long in nursing. Um, what else can we tell the people about you?
2: Oh. I am the mother of two amazing daughters, so I did take a hiatus from nursing when they were little. Actually, till they were out of the house, and then uh, worked my way back very hard. You know, kind of went through the "What am I doing when I grow up?" thing again at fifty. Nice. And after a few years, realized that my heart was always going to be nursing and caregiving, and
0: that was your calling. That's my calling. Yes. Yeah, so, sure. so Tina um, is the probably the first call that i make anytime something health-wise happens to me in life definitely That's the so chief ner- chief nursing officer of uh, the care team here yeah it's really nice to have a nurse on board and um t- tell the people where you're working at. Oh. tell the people about your new job real quick Roll real quick
2: new job yeah so the pandemic put me out of work um Unlike most nurses, because I was doing travel medicine. So I was yeah. oh, doing wow. uh, vaccines and advice and prescriptions for treat people traveling internationally, which was like the most fun no stress nursing job I've ever had, which by the way is an oxymoron.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so no stress nursing. Yeah.
2: What? March 16th last year, I found myself laid off. And um, then the end of April, when things were really getting ugly with COVID, I got recruited by an international relief organization called Samaritan's Purse. And I joined their rapid response medical team and deployed to the Navajo Nation to help with COVID there. So I was out there for a month. Oh, wow. And um, then I was unemployed through the summer and had a lot going on in my personal life. So just January 25th, I started a full-time job with them doing their covid management internally so it's a massive organization and yeah we have a team of six nurses who do a call center and are managing travel screening testing symptoms isolation advice just for you know thousands of people who are employed by this so currently, you know, I'm overseeing, deploying people to help in Ethiopia with what's going on there. So, Oh, yeah, my so.
1: word. You are doing the Lord's work, lady. You are doing the most. That's amazing. Thank That's you. That's right. That's amazing. Thanks. So,
0: I love this. Pretty awesome. I love this. I know. We um, have a thing for nurses, definitely. So thank you we we for your service. We have a thing for incredible thank
1: women you. who do incredible things. Like, it's just, it's how we, it's how we are. We, we just love that. That's so cool.
0: Yeah. 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 Thank you for the honor. And so I have been wanting to talk about the vagina for, I don't know, for as long as I've known Megan, as she long really as we've has. had the podcast. Yeah. yeah. It was um, one of the. And very so the first, title. Like we, we have our
1: brainstorming yeah. sessions, and she's like, "Girl, we yeah. <laughs> need to do this." And I'm like, "I don't know what to tell anybody. I don't know what to say." So now we have a professional. We have an expert guest. I love this.
0: Yeah, and that's the point. Like, we didn't know how we wanted to approach the topic. And, of course, the controversy of the title, you know, to get people to listen. Uh, But it was in the discovery of our our friendship and our discussion and, you know, talking about women's health, uh, women's reproductive health with women of all ages that, and and even with you, Tina, like, hey, I got this thing. Is this normal?
1: Right. Exactly. Um, So,
0: (laughs) we wanted to uh, bring you on to talk about vagina health. So thanks for coming. We are going to demystify the vagina on this episode of the Gloss Over Podcast. I love this. Of course, there are a lot of places, right? There's a lot of places we could go, but... um, I mean, we could probably have a podcast just dedicated to this topic, but <laughs> what what I wanted to um, leverage the conversation towards is like, what is normal? What is like, what is a normal, you know, healthy vagina and, you know, all of the parts, all the accoutrement, if you will, <laughs> what, d- describe what that is.
2: Well, first of all, I don't think we should demystify the vagina too much.
0: Oh, Oh, yes. Okay. You know, it should have some mystery. (laughs) Yes. Okay. She belongs on the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
2: Um, So in medicine, you know, everything has a range of normal. Mm -hmm. So like everybody's normal is not going to be exactly the same. Mm. There's a range. You know, my normal is not going to be the same as your normal. But there are certain things, obviously, that we look for and measure. So it is normal to have discharge. Mm -hmm. That is normal.
1: I think we need that on a T-shirt.
2: You need moisture down there. Yeah. Yeah, that is normal. Like, you have to have discharge down there for a lot of different reasons. And we are created to bear children. So the discharge changes through our cycle, Mm -hmm. if you're still in your childbearing years. It's changing during your cycle to allow for sperm to pass through or or not and so I think one of the big things is to know your vagina Mm -hmm. yeah it's part of your body just like Mm -hmm. every other part know your vagina because if you know what's your normal you're gonna spot when it's not normal when something different is going on
0: yeah yeah standard operating procedure normal some discharge and do you know what's interesting
1: about that for me, like, I'll just share this real quick. Like I didn't realize what normal ebb and flow was and like how those things can change and fluctuate throughout the course of the month until I came off hormonal birth control because hormonal birth control kind of stops that natural flow and and all those nuanced things from mood to appetite, to sleep patterns, to anxiety levels, to the kind of discharge you're having, to all those physical sensations and emotional sensations that you're having because of the hormone ride that you're having. Um, and I obviously, I'd, I wasn't aware that so much was going on. It was sort of a mystery until I came off of birth control, like hormonal birth control, uh, and started really kind of understanding what my natural cycle looks like in like a in an un, unencumbered, unmessed with state. Um, yep. And there's a lot that goes on in, a, in 30 days. <laughs> like, it's a lot happening. <laughs> there is. There
2: is. There's a lot that's going on internally, and you're seeing some manifestation externally. So it's very important to to know that and even if it is normal it's okay to ask like yeah. it's okay to have an appointment with your provider and say is this normal to get mm-hmm. educated like yeah we need to be comfortable talking to i mean i get a lot of questions about this cuz female friends are comfortable talking to me yeah. because i'll talk about anything
0: um but you know it's it's good to do that that's how you yeah. learn Everybody should feel like they can have a discussion. It should be normal to have a discussion with your healthcare provider about what's going on. Absolutely, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so, what's a signal? Like, what would be not normal? Like, what as a nurse when you hear somebody say, "I've got this," "I've got that"? Like, what sort of is the the general topics that would come up of as not normal for you? Mm-hmm. Okay.
2: So usually. A discharge that's not normal is going to be accompanied by something else, also.
0: Okay, good and, to know.
1: Good to know. I hope you're taking notes, everybody. <laughs> Take notes.
2: Appearance of the discharge, um, odor accompanying the discharge. Um, everybody, if you haven't had a yeast infection, I don't know who hasn't, but I've never the had one. Itching. You have never, never had what? Never had bless
1: one. your heart. I had BV once. Heart. BV once. I have one UTI and awful. I've never had a, a yeast infection. Well, you are. The oh my Picture of health down there.
0: Good for you, girl. I just yeah, cannot, I, I, I feel for women who, who struggle
1: with that chronically because there'd be no way.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is. It. It, it can get very complicated. So, so everybody knows, like the
2: insane itching. Itching. Like, oh, the yes. insane itching is not normal. I mean, obviously, everybody has an itch somewhere at some point, but sometimes when you've got you to scratch your crotch. Are
0: just when it's like driving you crazy that you can't sleep, there's right.
2: something else going on. Right.
0: Okay. So, scratching is a big sign. Um, and then, discharge with odor, discharge with texture. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Anything that's not the usual sort of, oh, here's my day. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because it is such Um, a balanced little ecosystem in there. I mean, it's so correct. It's its own little environment, and when things disrupt it, and and my limited knowledge of this because I love to I love to research things and 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 whatever. But like we obviously have have a pH that stays in balance. (laughs) Lots of things can throw that off, creating a disturbance in our little baby ecosystem that generate all these these problems for us, right? So it's like a it's just a it's our our little our ecosystem's out of whack.
2: Exactly, exactly. Back, it's normal to have bacteria in our body. We call it normal bacteria. That's that's normal to keep things in balance. That's healthy bacteria. You know, We do have yeast in our body. It is when things come out of balance that our body shows symptoms and then it needs to be treated.
1: And what so are some things what br- that... Oh, go ahead, Caroline.
0: Sorry, what, what are the things that would bring my... Ecosystem. That was my question. Out of, yes, that was your question. Yes, I, like we're just connected. Like, what Didn't are break. the things that are going to uh, bring it out of balance? Okay. Um, sex with a new partner, mm, Ken, honeys with a just new start partner? at the
2: top, with a new partner. Yeah, like it's like your biomes are coming together, um. and so a lot of times women, if they change sexual partners, will start having. UTIs, yeast infections, BV. Not that things are sexually transmitted, but it's right. like your partner's bacteria with your bacteria, the mix. Um, so no
0: wonder you haven't had a yeast infection. <laughs> 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 there you have it. There you, there you have it. There have you go. It. Just Megan and Peter. Some just been the same camping for a decade. You know, just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just teasing you, yeah, girls. So no, when young I mean, women
2: become sexually active for the first time, yeah. they'll start having a lot of things going on.
0: Yeah, I'll share that I had my first UTI when I became sexually active, and I thought I was being punished for having been a naughty girl, literally. yeah. yeah. I had my first yeast infection when I became sexually active,
2: and I, it was another nurse that I worked with that told me what it was. Because I did not know. as Even one, as a nurse, nurse. I did not know. See, not this know. is
0: why it's important to have yeah. this discussion. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. you know, I was
2: raised in that time when moms didn't talk about that. I talked about everything with my daughters. Yes. Everything. Can so, I tell you, I'm you still know.
1: waiting for the talk. <laughs> Irene, <laughs> you can, get on it. You can call me anytime, <laughs> Megan. Okay. We'll I, I need to know. That's why I just want to put it on the podcast because, girl, I need to know how it works. <laughs> So it is so important. I just isn't need it? to know I'm doing it right. I, right, but I think that. I mean, that's why we wanted to have you on because I think these these conversations are so important for women's obviously overall health, their mental health, so that they're not traumatized or stigmatized or, or anything by that. Mm-hmm. And also, like, women should be having a normal, healthy sex life. Like, that's okay, and we shouldn't. Right be you know as caroline said like oh my god i'm being punished like all these 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 societal stigmas around women being sexually active and like what that means like it's bullshit sorry but it is exactly. like
2: exactly we
1: yeah. need to understand how it works we need to all get on board men need to be supportive of all of
0: these fun exciting things yeah that let, let your learn. partner know learn yeah absolutely yeah. so um okay sex with a new partner sex what else could partner? generate little problems for um, us
2: medication if you certain medications will cause that with women, antibiotics are a huge culprit yeah, of causing a yeast infection mm-hmm. because they're killing the normal bacteria. Um, some of the fabrics that we wear, um, you know, synthetic fabrics like trapping the sweat. The we bacteria, love a little cotton panty in, over
1: here on the podcast. We
2: love a love a cotton panty. Natru- absolutely, natural fabrics. Um, oh. You know, one of the things is that, like, we're all tucked in up there. Like, we're all nice and neat compared to men. And so, like, hygiene and wiping front to back, but maybe you've been sick with a virus, you've had diarrhea, and you end up contaminating yourself just wiping, and you introduce bacteria where it's not supposed to be, and you get... A UTI or a vaginal infection.
0: I mean, it's all so close down there. It's also close down there. Like, you've got to know that there are three orifices. Yep. And they are very, very close to each other. So it's very easily Can I tell you a secret?
1: Most men don't know that.
0: Yeah. Most men are not familiar. Really? They have no idea. They don't know front to back. They They don't don't know know that there's three
1: holes. You tell them there's three and they're. You watch their heads explode. I'm not joking. Well,
0: I mean, that kind of makes sense because they. You know they do two things out of the same hole.
2: Yeah, yeah and they're only like, concerned about one of our orifices. So,
0: <laughs> in general, yeah,
2: in general. <laughs> depends. I mean, yeah. I, okay, different conversation. Okay,
0: different. So, yeah, yes, like hygiene obviously. Pills,
2: some women have issues with hormone stuff, and and I think people discount stress. Mm. And then oh. some women have issues with dietary things too, like you know certain bacteria yeast feeds off of sugar, so. They might have to even actually, they suffer so much, they actually have to go on a special diet.
1: Wow. Wow. So there's a lot that. So I have a question because this is balance. a, this is a, this is sort of a, I don't want to say a rumor, but this is something that's been long talked about and women, and I've heard women say this, like, oh my, I, I for example, I love a, I love a bath. I love a bath. Um, I usually bathe in like Epsom salt or something like that. And occasionally I do put like a bath bomb or some sort of something in there. I have personally enjoyed, you know, a twice or three times weekly soaking bath with all of those products without any issue. And I've heard a lot of women are like, don't do that. You'll get a yeast infection. Don't do that. Is it just possible that her particular environment is more sensitive to those things than my environment? And so across the board, we can't say all bubble baths, for example, are bad, right? Correct. Okay. Right. Because yeah. I have
2: never had anything like that cause an issue for me. Right. But there are other women who are like, oh, I can't use this because, and you're like, really? Yeah. So some people's systems are just more delicate than others. So, and again, that's where you know you. Right. Mm-hmm. That's
0: where it's important to know you and listen to you. Do you. Right. you. Absolutely. Do you. Exactly. Yep. Know you. Do you. Um, for example, I don't get in jacuzzis. The end. I don't I either. Don't because I don't either.
1: Oh, I'm with you. I'm yeah. With you. I just
0: don't because it's not worth what no. could happen, what could disturb my little ecosystem. Yeah, um, it's not worth it, and so just leave that alone. Maybe I'll just it's put my precious in. down there. It's, <laughs> we can't. It's we precious. It, oh so uh,
2: yeah, it's, no. And it's a misery. Yeah, uh, it's a misery. Whatever it is, if you suffer from UTIs, if you suffer from BV, bacterial vaginosis, by the way, if people don't know that. Um, yeast infections. No one wants any of that because yeah. it makes you miserable. Makes you miserable.
0: I have a funny BV story, actually, that I feel is appropriate to share. So Let's do um, it. I <laughs> encountered BV in 2015 when I was training for Ironman. And especially as my mileage was getting higher and higher, I, you know, spent a lot of time in wet bathing suits, yep. in buttered up chamois bike suits, bike shorts, really. Yep. Um, and then in shorts for running that were not um, loose by design because right. I didn't want the chafe. Right. So, you know, what I learned because I knew something was up, um, you know, there was odor that I was like, oh, my gosh, somebody sitting right next to me can smell this. This is not normal. Yeah, B. Right. is known for that. Yeah. Oh, girl. The so, odor. you know, of course, I went and saw my doctor and, you know, I had to tell my partner that, you know, there was something going on because I needed to cure it and there was going to be some interruptions to our normal life. Um, And so I explained it to him in a term that was like, well, you know, so I've just been having a lot of moisture and it's introduced some bacteria and it's called bacterial vaginosis. He goes, oh, you mean like athlete's pussy? (laughs) Oh my (laughs) God. Yeah, no. yeah, kind of like that. Cat, mm. no, like, just, just like that. Well, it too can much. also Megan, correct me too if much? I'm wrong,
1: but like that can also come from because the the BV is uh, is a disruption is in a disruption in the pH balance, right? And so, is that true? Yeah, it's a disruption. It's a disruption in your healthy bacteria. Got it. It's okay. a disrupt because
2: bacteria is we have bacteria in our body actually for good reasons, right? So it's when you upset the balance. So, yeah. so that's is a it, common story. Okay. People who are wearing synthetic fabrics for dance, for sports, swimming, whatever. you know, It's trapped so, in there, and they get bacterial vaginosis, and it can be awful to get rid of.
0: Yeah, it was pretty. It was, pretty, yeah, it was I like had 14 days a, of
1: antibiotics. My experience with it um, did not require medical intervention because I just got like, um, it's a product called Refresh. It's like the pH gel. You can get over the counter, mm-hmm. and that cured it like very quickly. I didn't have to do any sort of intervention otherwise, um, and I, I only had it one time, and it was an awful, awful experience—absolutely awful. So, when sure. do we go over the counter, and when do we call for help? Like, what? How? do? Yeah. What do we, that's what, a what great we
0: question. Do?
1: Well,
2: um, I would say for bacterial vaginosis, I think it's good to be seen. If okay. you have something that is that malodorous. Just go ahead, be seen, be checked, make sure that that's what it is
1: so that you know for sure. Because we need Um, to look for STIs and things too, right? Like we need to be on the lookout for that kind of stuff, yeah.
2: Exactly. Um, And it's just good to let them have a look. You know, let your trusted provider have a look and make sure everything's okay in there besides Mm -hmm. that. Um, For yeast, a lot of people can cure it over the counter. Like I've Mm -hmm. always had good luck with even a generic antifungal, that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, other people, they're like, nope, I have to call and get the pill. Uh, the, the pink anti-fungal. pill. Antifungal. Yes. Yeah, the pheconazole, and that'll take care of it. Um, you know, generally speaking, I mean, a lot of people get into, I, I mean, I'm all about alternative medicine and holistic stuff. Yeah. But I listened to a podcast recently, and they talked about they talked about this. And she said, don't be putting stuff up there that doesn't belong up there. Like they, yeah. they were talking about like coconut oil douches and yogurt on a tampon, go yogurt, garlic, like you name it. No. And she's like, yeah, don't be putting that stuff up. It's not no, a no, pork no, no,
1: loin. No, no. no. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: it's not a yeah, pork loin. You know, so, yeah. Um, so, and, and please don't take an antibiotic that you had left over. My, oh, my yeah. thing as a nurse, when I worked in family medicine was like, First, why did you have a leftover antibiotic that tells me that you didn't take it correctly in the first place, Mm -hmm. but then don't ever take it, don't save it. And don't take it because you self-diagnosed because now you're throwing everything off down there for your provider to actually make an accurate diagnosis.
0: Right. So be seen. Be seen.
2: Be seen. So, so they culture having, They culture
1: that, I guess. Is that what they do? for? Yeah. For so yeah. you
2: need to be able to get a culture and an mm-hmm. antibiotic can interfere with that. You also can sure. build up antibiotic resistances. Like I've taken care of women who literally have to go to the emergency room and have an IV antibiotic because they've built up antibiotic resistances and that's the only thing that's going to kick it out so you know be careful about if you think there's something wrong there probably is something wrong yeah so so can
1: we can we run through like a short list of like good vagina care obviously hygiene is super important you need to be washing any toys thoroughly that we use like right we can't we got to make sure those are clean um so hygiene obviously yeah. is super important, but is there any like what other things like is there supplementation that would be helpful? Our day-to-day, daily habits that are gonna help keep anything kind of going, or is it just like natural approach, just don't bother it too much. Let it be and keep it clean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, is it, it just keep that it clean,
0: wash your hands, it, wash it, right. your hands and stay six feet away. Yeah. <laughs> just follow
2: the COVID guidelines, you'll be fine. Um no, you know, I actually, this was years ago that Dr. Oz said, it's a self-cleaning oven, just like leave it alone. Yeah. And, and I think that's true, but, you know, when I go to the Philippines on my medical missions, I telling them to wipe front to back is like reinventing the wheel. But that's, wow. that's a good hygiene practice is to wipe front to back because the bacteria in the back, you don't want to be bringing that forward. That's right. when you're going to end up with problems. Um, natural fibers, like cotton panties are definitely good and I'm all about airing it out like air air it out so this is you know, yeah, so let funny. it catch a breeze uh, yeah yeah you know. like air it out you know like sleep without sleep, underwear on Yeah, sleep without panties yeah. whatever you're comfortable with like let some air get to that too because you're trapping that in there all the time you do sweat down there oh my yeah. gosh do I and so oh you know let the
0: Let the breeze go
2: through there, you know, air it out. It is
0: the first place where I, is this normal? Like the first place that I start to sweat is in my panties when, yeah. when I, whenever I do any sort of exercise, that's yeah. where huh. it starts. Well, I mean, think about all the creases that you have down there.
2: Yeah, right? Like again, we're all tucked in there. We're nice and folded and and it's hot right it's yeah it's warm the center of, of our body of it's literally, body. Yeah, literally the core exactly yeah. yeah yeah you have a lot of blood flow down there which all of that is for you know good reasons so of course you're going to sweat down there
0: yeah hey so. do we have time to talk about periods yeah we got we got a few minutes let's do it let's talk about it i because you talked about blood flow which made me think of you know how Real quick, like normal period, not normal period. Like what's, what's what's a normal cycle? You know, does it last eight days? And does it, it riddle us through like this is what it should be and and our, you know, in you our see, 30s and 40s? Yeah,
1: and when do we need and to again, be concerned when you, or worried when are you about? Yeah, and when do we need to be worried? Mm-hmm. Right.
2: So it's probably easier to say what's not normal. Okay, good. Okay. So really heavy periods where you're changing sanitary products like every hour or doubling up. Um, some women are like putting two tampons in there. there what? Two, oh yeah, yeah. That's not normal. That is not normal. Um, like bleeding that heavily, that's it's just not normal. You know. And and first first, once you're sexually active, you should be seeing a gynecologist mm-hmm. or I don't care if it's internal medicine, family medicine, that's fine too for those annual exams even if you're not doing a pap annually like just let them have a look those are important things and it's a perfect time to talk about something that's a concern yeah um but that's something that you want to bring up and if you don't feel like your provider's listening to you then you need to find another provider yeah mm-hmm. he or she should be willing to have a conversation making sure you're comfortable
0: mm-hmm. but
2: really heavy periods like that really painful periods if you're in bed with your period that's not normal Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not normal. I fought endometriosis for 30 years. Wow. wow. Painful periods where you are down for the count. We well, have to call in
0: sick to work. To where everybody knows to you're work. having your period sort yeah. of thing. That is not Pain normal
2: function. Yeah, that's not normal. Passing big blood clots. That is not normal. Like women, as they get to menopause, they think that's normal. No, that is not
0: normal. We might have to do a whole nother episode on menopause, Mm -hmm. honey. Periods, menopause, yeah. Yeah. So,
2: I mean, some women naturally have a three-day, a five-day period. Other women naturally have a seven-day period. If you're getting into, like, ten days, now think that's a fourth of the month. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a lot. And, like, how heavy is it that long? Is it just a little bit of spotting and you're counting that? Or is it that you're actually, yeah.
0: If you've got to wear a tampon or a sanitary product for, for like, 10 10 days days, out of the month, whether it's spotting or it's really heavy, that is not normal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: So I think, like, heaviness and pain are pretty good indicators. You know, our body tells us when there's something wrong.
0: Yes. Yeah. And, And you know, here's the beauty of, of the female... Body is that we have a natural way to be told every month like there's something exactly. that's not something that's something not is right. not normal something is not functioning something's out of whack. Yep, yeah. So that's kind blessing, of linking it I back guess. to what
1: we were talking about before with like the disruption in the environment. Like a period could do that for you too, could it not? Like if your period yes. is ex, is extra long, so it's say you're using a sanitary product for ten days, whether it's spotting or bleeding, like you may likely have some disruption in the natural ecosystem because of the presence of something different for a long period of time. And now you've got BV or mm-hmm. now you've got a yeast infection yep. or it's the just going to compound it. So you really do need to see a provider that you really trust and, and care about. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Okay. Okay. Thank you. T- this, welcome. I mean, I'm She's so coming back. For She's coming
1: back. That's all there <laughs> oh, for is to sure. her. This has I been mean, fascinating. We are oh going to
0: talk about the Philippines, nursing in the Philippines. I know a project that is very dear to you Definitely. that I have the honor of being involved in. Uh, I think we should also talk about menopause at some point. But I want to ask the people, um, any topics, any, as we kick off International Women's History Month, that's what I'm calling it, um, <laughs> Are there topics that you are all interested in us uncovering with Nurse Tina or just in the normal day-to-day activities of the Gloss Over Podcast? Yes. Any topics, listeners? And then meanwhile, Megan, tell them where they can talk to us. Head over to
1: Instagram and you can find us on Gloss Over Podcast. Please like, comment, all the things. Give us a follow if you don't already. And until next time, okay, love you. Bye.
0: The end. Thanks for listening. Have a topic we just can't gloss over? Want to join in on the conversation? Hit us up on Instagram at Glossover Podcast or find us on the web at glossoverpodcast.com.